Aloha. From theballerlifestyle.com, it's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you for joining the show. Episode number 451. Looks like we have some great participation this evening, which is always fun. Looks like a lot of the regulars are here, which is fantastic. But if you would like to be heard on this show or you would like to send us something to discuss, you can do so via the email address, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. If you would like your voice heard here, like many before you, you can call us. Leave us a voicemail. 949-464-TBLS-8257 is the number. For those that are so inclined, you can also support us via our subscription link in the show notes click that please be smarter than the people that i know in my personal life click the link there sign up contribute either five dollars a month or 50 bucks a year that's the deal right and here all the bonus content we do there including the stereo after show that goes up there my solo open tabs discussion which dropped Yesterday and all the extra stories we do here each and every week that don't make it on the regular show. Lots and lots and lots of bonus content that people sometimes shame me for on Twitter. I'm just now remembering we're not making it all free, but the majority of what we do is free. There's also a lot that's not. And if you are such a fan that you'd like to hear more, please subscribe. Click the link in the show notes. Sign up there. Via our partners, Red Circle. I am joined now, as always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, my friend? Doing well. I don't think I ever announced it because it's, you know, it's kind of gross to 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 self-promote. But I did update my Christmas book. So if somebody's looking, oh, yeah. not, not if you bought the book already, although it's great if you want to buy like, it again. But it's it's an up to date version of the same book that I wrote. So if you get it's the perfect gift if you have no idea what to give someone. So there is there is a there will be a link in the description of the show. Click that link. Go to Amazon.com. Buy Ed's Christmas book for people in your office, in your family. Newly updated, new information just this year. The extended cut if you will and if you send him a book plate he'll sign it and send it back to you right ed unless you're in canada no if if, if you just show proof that you bought right. it i'll send the book plate you don't have to send me something exactly you got, you got a little head cold there buddy a little, uh, little yeah, stuffed up a little bit but like i was getting over it last week it just yeah it lingers it just lingers it but lingers. no I, I feel fine that's good yeah um Ah, uh, shit, I was going to say something. Tell me. Who knows? Who knows? <sighs> well, you know how I'm always getting injuries? Like I'm always, like, cutting myself? I always get some random cut. Yeah. Like, my thigh has a big gash, and uh, I'm thinking, like, thigh is an injury that you would remember, and I don't remember it. 
Well, is it is it like the corner of a desk or something? A table? Yeah, it must it must be something yeah. like that. And I just yeah. didn't realize at the time you bang it, and then you realize you actually cut it. Yeah, I um this weekend I was threw some steaks on the grill, and I have like a flat top like on my grill for searing, for doing okay. meats and stuff. Yeah, I threw a couple steaks on there in some butter, and it was fucking it was white hot, and I went to push down. On one of the steaks, it spit with my hand, yeah, and it squirted like like through a crev- crevasse in the meat. It squirted like white hot grease and butter all over my hand, and I have these like disgusting blisters all over my right hand. And it really looks—it's really kind of—it's um, c- kind of embarrassing because it. You can't really tell I've burnt my hand because it's like, it looks like somebody, somebody said to me, it looks like you have lesions. Oh yeah. And it's, and the skin's all peeling off and it's all, all disgusting. So n- another injury update for me, not a cut this time, but a, but a severe grease burn to my jerking hand, which is an issue for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't go left. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I had to remember that time I broke both my wrists. Jeez, that was a big topic on the show. I had the right wrist was cast, but the left wrist, while broken, did not require a cast. So I was able to survive and do the things I needed to do. Like with it broken, though. Yeah, with it broken, but still mostly usable. So it was painful, but could be used, you know, to tie my shoes, do other things. Um, right. Yeah. Important. You don't, well, you don't think you, you don't think you can do stuff with your left hand until you have to do it. And you can, you can right. do stuff. Just not it's as well. like, it's like when someone loses their sight and they have an enhanced, uh, senses. Yeah. Yep. I read a book right. about this. They used to think that your brain, certain centers in your brain only did certain things. And then if you lost that if you had damage to that part of your brain, you would never be able to do those things again. But now they know that it, with the right therapy, other parts of your brain will pick that up and go, oh, oh, we can do it over here. Like this is now this part, we can do that. So you can do right. stuff. It's, it's a beautiful thing about the human body. Yeah, it's like that. It's like that. Tower, even a broken wrist can jerk off. That's right. That's right. It's like that lady. You know, it was kind of gross. It's like that lady on 60 Minutes from years ago that had no arms and they showed her. And this wasn't nice of them, by the way. They did this on purpose. They showed her do. They showed her like playing the guitar, like giving her kids a bath with her feet. But they also showed her shopping in the grocery store and reaching up with those toes to grab a pair. And now look, look, look. You have no arms. Uh, I understand. I know. No. Yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> and it's it's not like it's a chip and dip situation. All right. It's no. You're right. He's, he's just grabbing like a can of. of uh... <laughs> I mean, they didn't have to show her in the produce department. They could have. They could have oh, yeah. shown her in the cereal aisle. Or right. Like soup. you didn't have to show her feeling the uh, cantaloupes. Yes. Avocados. I think this one's bruised. Enough. Um, um, I, I see, well, now I've taken my, my bike riding indoors. I would see every morning this woman who has no limbs. Stop. 
in an electric chair, just cruising down the bike path. Like, not it's not a bike path. It's just a path. Every day, with a smile on her face, yeah. Yeah. along the Hudson River, and I feel uh, like an asshole. Both, you are an asshole. Both, both emotional for her, like, yeah. like sad for her, but yeah. also how beautiful she. She has a, a smile, and she just goes up and down the Hudson River on the on the path. Yeah, and I think what went into just her getting out there. I know, happy to I be alive. Mean, I, can't, I can't even process no. being that happy to be alive, and it's yeah. it's a beautiful thing for her. But then I feel like an asshole. Yeah. I, I, of course, I make it about myself. Yes, I know, I know. It's 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 you know we're we're all feeling sorry for ourselves, and then we see somebody who's who's no limbs yeah seemingly has been dealt a much worse hand yeah. than we and look and it is flourishing and you yeah. know what it does piss me off because it makes me feel like an even bigger loser than i already am <laughs> uh i i thought of the thing that i was struggling to think tell about me that's kind of 90 percent of this podcast over the last nine years yeah. that i just it, it doesn't it drive you nuts, like just forgetting yeah. things that you meant to think about 10 minutes earlier. Yeah, because I remember after the show what I was going to say, and I'm like, I should have written right. that down. But then, oh, my God, I actually, you know, how I, your mechanical pencil, yes, I, you dro- write it down. I have no implements. I dropped my mechanical pencil. It hit a button. <laughs> I, um, I go, I go, oh, I should have written that down. But the problem is, if I went to write it down. I f- would forget the thing that I actually was saying at the time. Uh, yeah. So it's, I, al- it, I almost forgot what I was just going to talk yeah, about. See? Yeah. You should have written it down. Um, so we've been asked over the years about, uh, it's a wonderful life at Christmas time. Yeah. Never seen it. And you've, you've been on record saying you've never seen it, never seen it. And I, I, we, we have a couple of potential. We're going to do a movie. Yeah. We've got yeah. two episodes left this year. We're out to a guest, and I, I feel like we're getting fucked over by the guest. Not fucked over, but I feel like it was it was pitched to us in jest as though, as often people do when they say, hey, we should get together. Hey, we yeah. should do this thing. Very, they don't mean Hollywood it. Kind yes. of they don't mean it. Um. So if if that comes to fruition great if not we have a couple backup plans we could do something good but it's probably not going to be it's a wonderful life yeah i was thinking next week yep maybe like 10 15 minutes i give you yeah i give you a choose your own adventure and you you tell me what you think is going to happen okay I i give you the scenario yep and you choose it, and then we discuss the the choices love made it. in this. Movie. Love it, love well, it. I will give I will give the the yeah. the quick and dirty version. And if anyone has email or voicemail about um, questions related to that movie, yep. yep, we can add to this ten fifteen minute segment. And I think it would be a funny way. And I I I love the movie, but I also find it to be absurd. Sure, yeah. So, I this sounds interesting. So I, like I, I said, I've never could, seen it. We could do a cool thing with that movie without that being the movie we're going to do the last week. Okay. I'm into yeah. that. That's a good idea. 
the next week we'll before we get to stories, what we're gonna do a little uh it's a wonderful life yeah, segment. I'm into that. Show. I can't wait. Right. Let's do it. Let's until then, how about we talk some sports? Let's do it. College basketball, a little invitational going on right now. A Jimmy V Foundation. Oh. <laughs> it never stopped, this Jimmy V. And look, they they shove this Jimmy V up your ass every year. And now they're doing a thing. They're not listening to what they say because uh, there's, look, um, Dick Vital. He's right. he's fighting cancer. I believe he's in remission. He's an older he's in guy. right now, yeah. yeah. And they're running a promo for the Jimmy V Foundation or the Jimmy V Week or whatever. And they're like, and the one of the one of the voiceovers is Dick Vital saying, Jimmy V um said you should always follow your dreams. And his dream was to beat cancer. No. Yes. Work to pay players and <laughs> of course. Basketball of course. But you assume for a minute. His dream was to beat cancer. Yeah, if you if you were like a little kid and you're like, one day I hope to beat cancer. <laughs> he also did not beat cancer. He died of cancer. You don't say. You don't go. Oh, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. Research d- contribute everything to to fight cancer, of course. But that's nobody's dream. That's a dream. That's that's when you have to reshuffle your dreams. And you're like, oh, shit, this is my new dream. Lou Gehrig's dream was not to be patient zero for a disease yeah, that renders that. your you, everything on your body unusable. That was not his dream. No. <sighs> Fucking Jimmy V. Don't get me going on Jimmy V. <laughs> I know. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. Um, but oh, you're right. uh, we lost. Piece. A famous guy in the tennis world, yep. Nick, Nick Molitari, he had a, a, an academy, I believe, but he was a tennis coach, 91 years old. I think I read he coached 10 number ones. I'll give you a list. Andre Agassi, Paul Anacone, Jimmy Arias, Boris Becker, Bjorn Borg, Jim Courier, Thomas Ankvist, Tommy Haas, 
Aaron Crickstein. Bunch of other guy who's, guys who are... Mark Philippoussis, U.S. Open champion. Pete Sampras, hey. heard of him? Here's, so he had this academy, and if you read Andre Agassi's book, he went there. Also, I believe Marty Fish... Where's, uh, maybe they went to a different one because there's a good documentary about Marty Fish and his relationship, friendship slash rivalry with who's the guy that's married Andy Roddick on Netflix, and they and they befriended each other at one of these academies. It must not have been Balter, but this look look if you fucking want your kid to be a tennis champion and he's good, this is where you he send was, him. He was the guy, he was the guy. But 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 notice. To a man, other than maybe Pete Sampras, all of these fucking guys burned out early. Like it's you go because you're you're there, you're playing yeah. tennis every day, all day at 13, 14 years old, and then you're doing that till you're thirty. It's I, I I remember reading something, and it was it was in relation. People loved shitting on Kornikova. Yep, even though like she was like she went there and she but she was like a top ten player, and people were like she hasn't done shit. Yeah. It's like it tried to be the among the 10 best in the world at yes. anything. 10 but, best in the world at 16. What I read, and it was maybe it was in regard to her and Sharapova yeah. and that it's it's such a lonely yep. grind and that's it's why a lot of eastern Europeans um from poor areas started yeah. doing well because it's like you need to you need to dedicate so much solo time, like waking up early and just hitting balls and, and every uh, day hitting it's balls. really tough. So I, like you were talking about the guys burning out early when these guys get success, I don't know how you can keep that up. It's, it's yeah. crazy. And that, yeah. that's what makes Serena so crazy that she did it for so long because she had all kinds of money and success. Yep. It's it's hard to have that kind of hunger. Yep. Serena and Venus are graduates of the Bulletary Academy. Remember Jennifer Capriotti? She, she's Capriotti's a, dad. She, she's <laughs> the yeah. She's the cover of Sports Illustrated at fourteen years old. Fourteen years old, and then fifteen years later, not even fifteen years later, twelve years later. She's getting dicked down by a porn star and smoking crack in South Florida. Yeah, that's a tough, that's a tough transition. Tough, tough. R.I.P. Now, now the Bulletary Academy is all sports, just not just tennis. It's soccer, they, football, they basketball, want, everything. They want to burn you out in every sport. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They franchised it. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. to, I was thinking about this. Is this the second worst moniker yeah. in sports history? Yep. Gaylord Perry, 84, I believe the inspiration for Eddie Harris. I believe so, too. I, I did the math, Ed. That works out to roughly 30,660 days of cursing whoever gave him that name. <laughs> like, even it's it, he died at 84. Also, how was he only 84? He pitched into his 50s. Yeah, we saw him as a like a very old Vaseline ball yes, guy. Yes, he'd, he'd pitch in the old timers game and they'd bring him bring out a bucket with like a file and a, yeah, like a, <laughs> and a, a jar a of KY. He was, he was the over the top cheater guy. He was. He was played for every team. He'd show you how he'd put the he'd put the Vaseline in his belt, whatever. But I, I mean, even so, nineteen. What year was he born? He was born in the forties or the thirties. He was he was eighty 
84. Yeah, he was one of the, he was one of the 30s. Right? 40s. He, yeah, 30s, whatever. Don't, my buddy Greg can make fun of me. There's no way that in the 30s or 40s, it was normal to name a human being Gaylord. There's just no way. Dick Buckus, even though Richard is not abnormal. Right. Dick Buckus is the, the all-time toughest moniker. It's a badass name, Dick Buckus. But it was hard for yes. a boy. Yes. Gaylord Perry. Oh, as normal yes. as Perry is, yes. Gaylord, the tough moniker. Yes. T- top homosexual Perry. That's his name. The, <laughs> the, the, the most... El Supreme yes. Supreme Fruit Perry. Yes. Like, right? El El Mayor El Mayor Homo Perry. Like what the fuck? Wow. The Lord of Gays? Like, come yeah. on. That poor guy. Uh RIP John Haddle. He was a six-time Pro Bowl quarterback, 82. I wonder if he was related to the Wisconsin quarterback who was terrible. Yeah, I don't know. I never heard of him. From a but yeah, H A D L. It's a it's a one of those ones where you're like, are you missing a vowel? Like, what's going on? This is this is back when making the Pro Bowl meant that you would go there because you got like a Buick or something for showing up. Not like these days, where they're where they're like, hey, um, who's the who's the ginger from North Dakota? Oh, Carson Wentz. Carson, Carson Wentz, Pro Bowl quarterback. Well, he's only Pro Bowl quarterback because everyone else. Pretended they, they were hurt, so they didn't have to go to it. Like they opt out. Yeah, yeah. I, I and I remember there was like a clip from the eighties, and somebody's like, "I think it was Joe Theismann." He's like, "We're gonna win this because it's worth ten thousand yes. dollars." Yeah. If a quarterback yeah. like tried to rally the guys over ten thousand dollars, they'd be like, "Motherfucker!" Like I sell local car dealer ads. I put in totally. I put in an hour at a local yeah. car dealer and make much more than that. I do one read on the radio and they give me a Corvette. The um who's remember that one I remember there was a the running back for the Patriots. Oh, he was playing beach football. Beach Robert football. Edwards. Yeah, Robert, Robert Edwards. And it was like a sanctioned thing. And I'm like, these guys have it written into their contract where they're like not allowed to ski. They can't ride a motorcycle. In sand running around in yes, sand. Yes, like I, they have. Like it's ridiculous. It's like no bowling. Like no, like stuff you wouldn't think is that dangerous. Right. No right. ping pong. Not like none of it. They're not allowed to do. And this guy. And they're like they have like an NFL sanctioned beach football game. This guy yeah. fucking lost his career. He almost lost his leg. I yes. think it was like a compound fracture, and there were yes. all kinds of surgeries. It was. It was very touch and go whether he would have a leg. Yes. R.I.P. this guy that went to the Uh, Bible. R.I.P. legendary boxing referee and TV slash real life judge Mills Lane, 85, died today. Um, 85? 85. That's how. So the the, the bit ear fight was was 25 years ago, something like that? Yeah, it was like, what, like 96 or something? Right, yeah. Tw- so he was, he was maybe in his late fifties then. Holy field! I feel like it was ninety six, ninety seven. Two. I'm gonna tell you right now. Tyson Holyfield. It was. It was the second one, right? Tyson Holyfield two. It was. The, it was the first one. I think was lethargic Tyson yeah. on yeah. all the meds, yeah. and then and- the second one. He was a little bit friskier, but he kept biting. Frustrated because Evander was using that jab, and Vander's yeah. like, "I know you're going to rush me, but I'm gonna I'm gonna weather the storm of the rush, 
And then I'm going to just jab you in the face the whole time and get you frustrated because I know you're Mike Tyson. You're a little wild. Uh, June 28th, 1997. Okay, 97. So Mills Lane, he was known to boxing people, but he was not. He was like he got like mainstream success after the bit ear thing. Yeah. And I would argue he lost control of the fight. Yeah, he did. He did. Let's get it on. The yeah. first, the first bite, he didn't yeah. really do anything. I know, about. I know. Yeah. Well, there's, a lot, the there's a lot of money on the of his ear, and yeah. it's like, buddy. Yeah. This is this is you're doing. You you allowed it to happen. Yeah. The the fight took place at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Was this Fan Man? Is the fan? Is this one Fan no, Man? Fan Man was uh, Riddick Bowe versus uh... Holyfield. Oh. Razor Ruddick. No, it was probably Holyfield. It was probably or Hasim Rahman. No, Hasim Rahman. No, 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 no. Rahman was later. It was it was Holyfield. This wasn't uh, Clifford the Black Holyfield. Rhino. ATN. Galata. Andrew Galata, the Polish low blow. Specialist. I don't think so. No, I think it was because I was. I remember watching it, so it had to be I like went, major. By guys. the way, I went to a Galata fight yeah. in the garden one time. Yeah, and I went into the bathroom to just take a piss. And there were like 40 Polish skinheads smoking heaters. And somebody goes, hey, do you mind with the cigarettes? And they just like they all just mash this dude. I was like, oh, my God, somebody's going to lose their life. These these were some angry Polish dudes just kicking someone in the face while they're smoking. Still, like they wouldn't even stop smoking. They were taking a drag as they're kicking somebody in the temple. That's great. The The fight took place at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Las Vegas, Nevada. The referee officiating the fight was Mills Lane, who was brought in as a late replacement when Tyson's camp protested the original selection of Mitch Halpern, who officiated the first fight as the referee. Is that Tuesdays with Maury? No, that's Mitch Album. <laughs> <laughs> with the giant ears? Yes. <laughs> Uh, and the sports reporters. Oh, he he was, and then he wrote that book yep. about yep. having picnics with the with the dying guy. Yeah, and he became like the mo- the most holier than thou guy, totally. even on sports reporters. Totally. You know, we may have lost that game. We learned a little thing about the game of life. Yep. He would just say shit like that. Yeah. And you're like, what? No, you're not an expert on shit, guy. You're yeah. you're you are a re- reporter for the fucking Detroit, Detroit. Free Press. Yeah, get, get talk to us here. about the Red Wings. And yes. yeah, you struck gold with your dying mentor. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, Mitch Album. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Mills Lane. He was pretty good though. Mills then they gave him that judge show. Get, yeah, didn't he get yeah. like a, a, a Wapner situation? Because yeah, it turns out he was yes, he was a boxing referee, but that was his side gig. Side gig, he was like a Nevada state judge. Yeah. Or county that, judge or something. Well, let's do you find think out. that's like a real thing? Or do you think? No, it's real. Like he was an elected I, guy. Saying, like real in quotes. Like <laughs> a Nevada judge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, boxing reference. As real. <laughs> real. Like real with quotes around. As real as it can be in Nevada. In Hold Nevada. on. <laughs> okay. Lane was born in Savannah, Georgia, November 12, 1937. 
hailed from a prom. Oh, he's a fucking rich bitch. Hailed from a prominent Georgia family. His grandfather founded the largest oh, so bank in Georgia. There are pictures. Yeah. There are Jerry Jones like pictures of him blocking entrances. Well, this, this guy's a, he, he's he grew Illuminati. Up rich yes. in Savannah yes. in 1937. His yeah. His uncle was the president of Citizens and Southern National Bank. I would like oh. to see a picture of everyone they ever gave a home loan. Yeah. Bet there's bet there's not too many. Yeah. I bet you'd find <laughs> yes. a theme. Yes. Uh, oh my God! Oh, he's, he's a prep school fop. Ed Lane uh, attended Middlesex School in Concord, Massachusetts, where he played American football as a linebacker. Was he like five six? Yeah, he and was tiny. Ice hockey as a goaltender. Lane joined the the Marine Corps, nineteen fifty six. Discharged in nineteen fifty nine. Subsequently enrolled at the University of Nevada Reno. Business degree. Oh, hold on. Oh, yeah. He attended the University of Utah's Quinney College of Law, graduated, chief deputy. Oh, Ed. Fucking Mills Lane was a cop. Of course he was. In 1979, Lane became chief deputy of sheriff of investigative surface services at the Washoe County Sheriff's Office. Oh, it gets worse. He was elected district attorney in 1982 and district judge in 1990. He definitely like waterboarded people yeah, for sure. Yeah, I bet. I bet he was. I bet he he campaigned on the old tough on crime platform. Yeah, tough on crime. Yeah. Uh, looking the other way. Yeah, de- depending on what they look like. That's right. That's right. But but rest in peace, Mills Lane. Wax get the max sentence in Washoe County. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, Mills Lane to a legend. Yeah. Anyway, they uh, gave him a TV show, and it turned out he wasn't that. He was he he well, he's begun he and end. Things he allowed things to spiral out of control <laughs> yes, before yeah. then stepping in and disqualifying yes, people. Yeah. He only had the one catchphrase, and it wasn't he wasn't dynamic wasn't, like Judge Judy. And it was yeah, and he didn't call people bub like Judge Judy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He his catchphrase was "Let's get it on." So yeah. when things spiraled out of control, he couldn't keep saying "Let's get it on" because that was escalating the fight. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that was, no, that would make things worse. Good point. <laughs> uh, Celtics analyst and ex NBA player Eddie House ripped off his headset to berate a referee over a foul call. <laughs> it's so. This made me think of a couple things. First of all, let's check in with old Ed, Eddie House. First of all, on the, the first half of the regular season. I know. Who cares? Yeah. And there's so many fouls in basketball. Like you could, you could, every single one of them you could complain about as Eddie House does here. What is going on today? I mean, come on now. He's yelling at the referee. You can't be a fan and a broadcaster at the same time. I like how the, I like how the, um, the play-by-play guy goads him into it. He's like, what is going yeah. on today? And Eddie House rips off his headset and starts yelling at the <laughs> referee. And it's like, you can't do that. Oh, now and there's a commercial play. Because there's nothing bad can happen to him. Yes. But it could make, uh, it could create some buzz. Yes. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a good clip. But it may, it reminded me of this classic from 2006. Ed, do you remember this? John Petty's extra point is up and good, and uh, another melee on the field. This one is getting out of hand. This is a, it's 2006 Florida International versus the U. 
Florida International takes exception to a, a touchdown, an extra point scored by Miami, oh, where they celebrated a little too this. hard. Yeah. Oh. They, was it Thomas? What, Lamar the, Thomas. Yes. Lamar, Look, Thomas, the, yeah. Lamar Thomas is the analyst on the game. It starts getting pretty wild. Guys are swinging their helmets at each other. This is ugly. Very ugly. Guys are, guys are swinging their helmets and connecting. The, there's 100 guys on the field fighting. One guy's just bombing people with his helmet. Number 19. Oh, they're kicking each other. It gets bad. And Lamar Thomas, who's supposed to be describing, analyzing the action for whatever channel this was on, he's got thoughts. Don Strzok, famous backup. And the officials have the toughest task of all. I don't know how you assess any penalties here. You know... I say, why don't they just meet outside in the tunnel after the ball game and get it <laughs> It should be noted that Lamar Thomas must be a local show or lo- local coverage because he, Lamar Thomas attended the University of Miami. That's important. Sure. Yeah. And he was, yes. he was part of, I believe, he was one of the receivers that was part of that game, the bowl game against Texas. They're, they're all celebrating and it led to crazy uh, strict rules about celebration oh. in the NCAA. Oh, right. Yeah. Because I think Lamar Thomas was one of these like high stepping canes yes. that led to all the bullshit. And and we were still talking about the the fallout last week when a, a Purdue guy was high stepping and they called back his touchdown. Oh, They're yeah. still doing that bullshit. But I think Lamar Thomas was part of like this infamous bowl game, maybe Cotton Bowl against Texas, where Miami ran up the score and were like celebrating like crazy. Yeah. I was watching a clip earlier cause I was trying to find the Lamar Thomas and it must've been from like sports center because the guy scores a touchdown and all he does is he, he scores a touchdown. He runs through the end zone and he bows to the crowd and right. Reese Davis, you would have thought that the player took a shit on a Bible. Reese Davis was up in arms. He he was he was clutching his literal pearls. He's like, oh, I can't remember the guy's name. He's like, oh, is this, this guy, like this, this guy like shows his ass. Like Randy, Randy Moss, mine, yes, moon? yes, it was exactly the same thing. And it's I like, apologize for this disgusting yes. display. It, and it, I mean, it was literally nothing. He took a bow. It was nothing at all. Should not had no. It shouldn't even have been addressed at all. But Lamar Thomas has more thoughts. The OB, yeah. Orange Bowl. Not in our house. Uh, seen on the sidelines. Look at that. This, the U guys are really celebrating now. They must have won the fight. I'll tell you what, FIU came into the Orange Bowl with as much adrenaline as any team you could ever anticipate. Miami. They're Miami talking about FIU versus Miami. Great. But. They were there to meet the challenge moments ago. You know what we'd be saying right now? We ready. We ready. <laughs> I believe, I believe oh, Lamar, Lamar Thomas was removed, was, lost his yeah. duties after this. <laughs> well, it would be tough to replace some fine analysis like that, but yeah. I guess they had to. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, an announcer that certainly doesn't deserve to lose his job. 
did flub his words when announcing a punt, or maybe he wanted to say kick, in the Southeast Louisiana Sanford game. I believe this is one of those ESPN app. A pretty good cunt, uh, punt that uh, Judd. The old kick. Now I'll say punt. No, play it again. I want to hear that one again. More a pretty good cunt, uh, punt that uh, Judd Crockett immediately. <laughs> barn burner, by the way. It's so perfect. Samford 42, Southeast Louisiana 35. Now, since I don't have cable, these are the kind of games I turn on. Like if I'll just no, throw on ESPN is, Plus this and this will be on. This, yeah, this is the ESPN Plus kind of yeah. app. There, there's like, I was trying to find a game on there and I had to scroll through like 40 yeah, games. Tough. So if you're not part of a big conference, yeah. your games are on there though. There are yeah. a million games. And so like randomly on a Saturday night later, I'll just, I'll just flip around that and yeah. find some random game. If it's you're, awesome. if you're a huge fan of um, division two women's college basketball, ESPN plus is for you. Cause <laughs> there's a lot of that on there. Plenty. Um, Somebody who really should be removed. Adam Schefter, this past weekend, wrote a fluff piece because this was the first week back of Deshaun Watson. And he wrote this whole fluff piece about uh, helping him uh, rehab his image by saying he has shown progress and he's he's taken the steps and, you know, he's doing he's doing great things in his in his uh, rehab. Like he's shown the ability to not. I don't know. Do not demand a uh, hand job. A, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on, like I'm, I'm so done with Schefter. Uh, I, this to me is unforgivable. Like this guy's whole job is to tell us who's getting traded or fired or signing a t- contract. Who's, yeah. Who's injured. Yeah. And for like fantasy players. Hey, he's not going to play today because he's hurt. And, that's but, what, that's what his value yeah, is to people. But he can't, he just loves to sniff jocks. Like it's exciting to be around all those big burly men that actually play the game. And he's like, yeah. it, 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 like he's, he's got to like show them, Hey guys, I'm, I'm on your side. You know, here, I'm here for you. I'm one of you. Like you're not dude. You're a fucking reporter. Just write the news. Um, Speaking of injured players, I I, I feel I'm betraying everyone because I won again this week with a guy on a bye yeah, and a guy on the injured list. Yeah. And now I was like, oh shit, I'm I'm close to winning this yeah. thing. I might have to make some moves. Yeah. So I was like, like, yeah, I don't want to. I kind of want to let it ride because I've been doing great. I'm in second place. Yeah. But now I'm in it. There's I think there's like a I might be in the playoffs now, and now I'm feeling like, hey, maybe I should actually try. You should try. I mean, don't fuck it up by trying. But it was pretty sweet starting starting a guy and it had in bold IR next yeah. to him and just gave me zero points and uh, I still won. That really pisses guys off. Those guys take yeah. that stuff seriously. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, as part of the World Cup festivities, Qatar is having another little contest. Yep. A camel beauty pageant. These camels look like they are treated with more respect than the women there. Yeah, well, they are. And they are like allowed to show off their whole heads, and they, and, and they get fucked more often. And their <laughs> their their beauty is being yeah. judged. Yeah, and they get they definitely get a lot more better care than the Bangladeshi slaves they bring over to ride them. 
Yeah. The Nepalese, the the Nepalese people that they, they let share 18 to a room. That's 190 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's yeah. Cool. They, 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 camel beauty pet. I mean, they are kind of good looking animals. I would like to see. What? I was hoping they're, I was hoping there'd be one. Well, these look at the, look through the pictures here. They got them all shaved. You know, they got, they got big, they got two toes. Most, you know, like a horse, he's only got one toe. He's just got the hoof. Right. Hence the term camel toe. Yeah. Oh, right. I should have. <laughs> makes more sense now, Ed. Thank you for that. I was hoping I could see like a camel cock here. Uh, you know what I notice is the, the judging and the, and the whole festivities. Glaring lack of female participation. It's just all dudes hanging out. Okay. In robes. Um- I googled camel penis. Gorgeous. No, not good. Uh, I'm seeing some bad work here. Just a straight up Google. I mean, you see some, you see some straight up mounting. Yeah. How the camel got its penis? Sex and asymmetry. Male camels and llamas have two pronged penises. Yeah, it looks like. Could be trouble. You, could, you get all the spots, Ed. That's what I'm looking at. In the Google Im- image search, yeah. there's like a... T- yeah, but they're not like impressive. They're just like weird dead appendage S- looking Symmetry things. is usually prized as a sign of health and good genes. Because you know part that's part of the contest. Like who's the beautiful camel? They're, they're checking out yeah, the two prongs. Of course. So why do so many organisms have lopsided genitalia? Oh, we're going to talk about an organism oh. or somebody with lopsided genitalia who r- rapes starlets. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let's look. Oh, oh, oh. These are tough looking pictures. But does the other one work? It looks like it just kind of dangles. Yeah. I don't know what this is. Is it just kind of like if just get them both in there and just like start shooting? And no, one, one should make like it happen. Just pushing rope. The one looks yeah. like it's not. Yeah. It's not really functioning. Yeah, but big disappointment. Honestly, speaking of big disappointments, yeah. Florida quarterback Jalen Kitna, son of John, was arrested for child porn. He has been kicked off the team. This now, yeah, Brian, yeah. Would you expect the son of John Kitna to show bad judgment? Yeah. Man. I mean, bad execution. Wasn't John Kitten like a god squatter? Wasn't wasn't there something he like wouldn't do because the Lord yeah. wasn't involved? He wouldn't not throw it into triple coverage. I know right, that, right? <laughs> oh yes, he, he bounced around a lot of teams, threw a lot of picks. Yeah, I recall him being a Bengal. He was also cowboy. a cowboy. Yeah, he. I mean, he hung around for yeah, a while. He, just, he he was like. He was like very god squatterish, but he's yeah. also a very bad quarterback. Yeah, I mean this is this is upsetting. Uh, you know, we, we always root for the truth here, but this is a young guy. Um, you know, I don't I don't know what's going on, but it does there does seem to be a pattern here with like super deeply religious, like Chad Curtis, who did seven years for sexually assaulting right. teenage girls, and John Wetland, who's I believe being right. he retried. Was, he was- yeah. yeah, he it, uh, niece or something. It was a family member. It was a little boy. Yeah, um, oh. yeah, and it was over a few 
times, apparently, and the the jury deadlocked on his first trial. Um, but you know, it's oh, speaking curious. of deadlock, yeah, wasn't there a mistrial in Mister Mask, Danny Masterson? Yes, I saw that he was gone. Yes, he's he's. he's it seemed like oh, it was a pretty slam dunk situation. Yeah. Do you think Scientology got in on the inside? Yeah, they probably, probably, I would like to know. Hold on. I'm going to sneeze. Prosecutor's terrible choice. Yeah. And I, I, I wore a mask for a lot of situations, but Masterson wears the mask to like, like a week ago. In and out of court. So big that you couldn't see his face. So there wouldn't be court pictures of him. Uh, news of what's next for the That 70s Show star will have to wait until a January 10th hearing. In sports parlance, the prosecutors pursuing three rape charges against Danny Masterson got blown out. Hold on. Instead, the jury of 12 could not reach a verdict after a two-week deliberation process broken up by a Thanksgiving, blah, blah, blah. Do you um, think it's two, like two, it's two. Thanksgiving and people are like, fuck, let's just go. And somebody's like, no. All right, we're just going to call it a mistrial. Yeah, well, two jurors, two jurors were felled by COVID. Because this is this like the the OJ trial where they were like, "Just get me the fuck out of here, I got COVID." But but so originally it was ten two in favor of acquittal, and then they really? then they voted again. Like it wasn't it was going the other way. Then it was eight four, then seven five. But still, I don't know the details. Yeah, I don't know the details, but yeah, I remember reading something like yeah. four years. It was a while ago, like four years ago. Yeah, and it seemed like he was kind of a deviant. Yeah, it sounds like they're not going to retry him. Three million dollar bond. Uh, I mean, I assume he's a piece of shit. He's a Scientologist, I ho- and I, I actually I hope he's a piece of shit because yeah. I have to think his career is cooked. Oh, uh, it's fucked. Yeah, I think he was you know, on like, something. If, if he was, if he was completely innocent, then this is super fucked up because. Yeah. He has been dragged for years now. Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, he's got a few. He's got three separate accusers. So that's a lot of people lying if they're lying, you know. Right. That's a lot right. of. Who it's knows? Not, who knows? Not definitely. Not me, but he is a Scientologist, so I hold that against him. Uh, Ed, let's do some emails. Yeah. Yes. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring and worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His faults are useless shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tip, 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 tip. He's well in Gardenia. He's been well in Gardenia. A few voicemails here. Hey dudes, uh, it is J Thousand Steps. I left this on. <clears throat> excuse me, I left this on Twitter, but I wanted to respond to uh to you guys comment on like if you were gonna like make up a persona 
when you're dating pre-internet or not dating. Jay Thousand Steps has like a really good phone. He's like really, he must have like a headset or something going. Is yeah, it like, it's loud. It's very full. Um, I, I've i definitely seen tweets and interacted them there. I don't, is this his maiden voyage for calling? I, th- I think he might have called in before. Okay. I'm not sure. I think he has. No, I'm I'm almost positive he has. Not dating, but trying to pick up checks for internet. And I know um, that one dude said he was like manager of craft work or something. No, candle box. Craft work would you'd have to you'd have to adopt a German accent to be to say you were managing craft work. But candle box, you can just be regular ass white trash. It's, It's so. I made a joke on the internet recently because Minka Kelly is dating the lead singer of, of, um, what's the name of this? They're so forgettable. I can't imagine dragons. And oh, she, they make, they make a lot of money. Didn't they do the Super Bowl? Yeah. And they're awful, but they're also anonymous somehow. And I, and she just broke up with Trevor Noah. And I said, is she, did somebody dare her to fuck everybody? That's the worst at something. And so imagine dragons are basically the biggest band in the world, but you don't know what, you don't know what they look like. You don't know who they are. That is strange because I know of them. I know a couple of their songs. Yep. And yet I, I could not pick them out of a lineup. I don't know anyone in that band. No, exactly. So similarly, Candlebox were a very big band at the time. And I knew a guy that would tell chicks he was their manager to see if they would like him more. So I think I left it on, on Twitter that I used to say a couple times. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. That I was a screenwriter for Elizabeth. One, it made me look really intelligent and, like, you know, I was very sensitive because I'm writing about Queen Elizabeth. But two is also all these chicks would be like, yeah, I know that movie when you know they haven't seen yeah, that movie. Of course movie. not. Nobody's seen um, it. But they knew the name of it. And uh, so I was wondering, great move. going back pre-internet, what would be the best obscure title to give yourself to pick up chicks that they couldn't figure out you were lying? I mean, it's so late. I remember that. Oh, this Bye. Yeah. yeah. That that he he gave it. And it's so true because that was – uh, a Kate Blanchett. Um, yeah, no memory way, of this. Got Joseph some, Fiennes. Got some Oscar buzz. I yeah. I saw it because I see, see everything, all, everything and historical stuff. But it is a movie that like nobody actually watched. No, that's no. a that's a good move. Yeah, yeah, because because no one's going to be like, hold on, I'm going to tell you who wrote it. You're not going to be like, yeah, I wrote the movie. Uh, you know, it's no big deal. I'm a writer. I wrote the movie Elizabeth and nobody's going to be like, you're Michael Hurst. Right. Because, you know, nobody knows who writes most things, especially Elizabeth. So that's pretty good. I still think manager of the band Candlebox is my all time favorite. It, it It is great. Yeah. I used to just fucking around in college. I used to, and this wasn't for fame, I used to just introduce myself as Cliff Yeager, who was a guy who was the fireman in 90210, saved Donna Martin from the wildfires. I'd say, hi, I'm Cliff Yeager. I'm a fireman out in L.A. It wasn't. People people just were like, oh, cool, fireman. 
It was a thing where <laughs> you kind of people did come up with some bullshit like quite a bit back then. It was just it was just common to have like a fake name and I don't know why like like, like yeah, I'm just not be sure. ourselves. It's not like I was I was up to something. Yeah. It just was fun to have a whole bullshit persona. Yeah, exactly. It's not like uh, it's not like you could look rich. You know, it's like the. It's not like you could say. You know, you're oh. 22. Like you're not. Of course, you're not successful. So, you the, you saying looking rich? It's so funny. I went to a. Uh, I was with some buddies in the city last week, and. We were on our way back and we stopped in like the shittiest bar outside of the Port Authority bus Ooh, station before yeah. we got on the bus. Yeah. And we went in there and there was a uh, like a very white trash guy. Yeah. Whatever. It, it was white trash. He he was a, a blue collar guy, but he had he had the, the gaps in his teeth like he could eat an apple through a chain link fence kind of teeth. Sure. Yep. And. He sized us up and was immediately like very angry with with us just for I don't know, not looking like we belong in that bar. But it's not like I dress to the nines, but I guess I just and fair enough. I'm not I'm not working construction, so I didn't look the type there. And the guy was just go- we we had one beer there yeah and the guy was oh so you guys big golfers and I was like no I'm not a big but he just kept going yeah. and I was thinking what this is like the the anger that it, yeah it, I guess it's what fuels a lot of politics in our country yeah. and stuff it, this guy was just super angry with me and I I I really was just trying to get a beer with some guys while we waited for a bus. Yeah. I, um, I actually know that experience because I used to meet a buddy of mine who was an electrician and he would be like, meet me at this bar after I get off work. And I met him there a couple times and it was, a um, it was like one of those bars where the, um, like the bartenders wear bikinis or, you know, it wasn't a strip club. But it was like, but I didn't know that when I went there. But what I did notice is when I walked in and everybody had like suspenders and tool belts and they were all dirty and they had hard hats on and I didn't. And they, yeah. and it was kind of like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, this is, this is a construction workers. This is a tradesman's like bar. It's not like I showed up. I was wearing yeah. jeans and yes. sneakers. It's not like I showed up in a cravat. Yes. You know what I mean? An like, ascot. I wasn't, yes. I was, I wasn't yeah. like way over the top or top hat or something. Yes. I just, I showed up with jeans and a, like a untucked button down shirt. I, I was not, yeah. I, I was not like looking super spiffy. Yeah. And this guy was Wasn't very angry in the, in the, like the 15 minutes we were there, he was going at us for 14 and a half yeah. of the minutes. Yeah. That's not fun. It's like this guy is itching to fight. Yeah. He he just wanted to to smash somebody's head in. Yeah, for sure. He it was, was weird. Looking, he was looking for it. Okay, thanks for that thousand. Here's another one. Hey Brian. Hey Ed. Hey ballers. Hey you motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> I mean that with all the love. You know that. So I got just a few minutes. I'm going into playing this poker tournament. I have an edge. I'm gonna go crush fools, or at least that's what I think. So, and I'll let everybody know how that goes. But that's not why I'm calling. I just listened to Fan Fan, brother, 
I appreciate you more than you know. I will certainly stand with you. And here's here's what I really want to say. Thank you so much, first of all. Thank you. Thank you. And Brian, let me know. And also, what I want to say is this. I'll get to the point here. I'm coming down to Texas, and everybody in the Baller Nation, within the sound of my voice, come down. We will go to, yeah, you know where Coda is and the Texas Longhorns, Austin. There we go. And go watch people kill rattlesnakes (laughs) and drink whiskey (laughs) or rum or whatever. Yep. Or have some burrs. Let's do it. I appreciate you so much, Fan Fan. There's, I, you know, it, it, it moved me to call right now. So, anyway, if we don't go watch a roundup down there in Texas and people collecting up rattlesnakes while getting drunk, oh, yeah. then we are fucking failures as human beings. Let's do it. So, let's get that put together. I'll do whatever I need to. I don't give a shit. It's happening. Okay. Fan Fan, you and I are getting together, brother. We'll Thank go, you. We'll go to the roundup. I'll put it together. A lot of great people. In our world. Love you guys. Love Stu. Love Fan Fan. Here's another one. Hey, guys. Kyle here. Oh, Kyle and Scotty. Hey, Brian. You were asking about corn. Uh, yeah. Okay, hold on. Back it up. Kyle and Scotty sent us a video of him harvesting corn out in his fields in his combine with his dog in there with him. And not like a small operation. No, big time. Big time. Big time. He's running the he's running the combine and then next to him is like a guy driving another thing that like catches all the corn that shoots out of the thing that he's that Kyle's driving. And I remarked because this was news to me and obviously this is not news to Kyle or probably like most people. But I didn't know this until recently that corn stalks those long oh, things one they grow one corn on those. Each one of those is only one fucking corn. That still doesn't compute. With I, w- I would have thought five or six. One. So he's remark. He's going to, he's going to educate us on corn. I think right now. Well, they bred corn nowadays to only have about one cob on the stalk because, uh, one bigger cob versus many little smaller cobs. Uh, we get better yield that way. There's yes. genetic, smart people figure that out. I don't know. I just plant the shit. <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> Super Lee. Oh, no. What's your problem with Wisconsin? Anyway, on Wisconsin. Oh, no. Guys. Oh, no. Kyle. <laughs> Not an on Wisconsin. Um, yeah, so that makes sense. Cause if there were a bunch grown on there, they'd probably all be tiny. So they want one big ass one. So when it's summertime and you have a barbecue, you got some big ass corn cobs. Makes sense. Yeah. Here's another one. Hey, Ed, I wanted oh, to. Oh, God damn, what a voice. Your pecan pie had come out for Thanksgiving. And Brian, uh, very happy to hear that you have a illegitimate daughter that's. Shay is you know, taken care of by employing as a babysitter. It's very sweet of her since you're not stepping up and taking care of the child. At least Shay's uh, doing something to help out. Um, also, Friday nights on uh, the app, it's good to hear you and Dola. Uh, I know you like to disperse me for not listening in as much as I 
you think I should, but uh, I, I do get in whenever I can. Uh, you know, it's, I, I feel bad for Super Lee for you talking shit about him having a vasectomy. And, you know, it's just very rude of you. But anyway, enjoying the work, guys. Keep it up, and I'll talk to y'all soon. That's not true. I also have a vasectomy. <laughs> I'm pro vasectomy. Ed, how'd your pecan pie come out? Delicious. Yeah. Because it's it's a hard one to fuck up. Yeah, is it? And I, I, I'll be, I self-report, I've never made a pie in my life. I don't bake. Yeah, it's not, there's not many ingredients. And there's okay. not like, you know how some recipes, it's like, you need to do this, and you need to constantly whisk it until it gets to this. The, the And I remember on Thanksgiving, he said, you're killing me with your pecan yeah. description rather yeah. than pecan but yeah yeah it's was, like it's like a few ingredients and it's delicious i was a little surprised by that because i would assume that it southerners feels like would call a, it pecan a, pecan feels like the 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 manlier yeah. way of saying it but pecan. yeah i yeah, i know pecan, the pecan. pecan. <laughs> mm, how's the pecan i guess when you when, I, I guess when you have those pipes yeah and that track record yeah. you can say whatever you want for those Your of manhood's not in question. Totally. I just dropped the pencil again. For those that are not in the team current, what he was referring to about my illegitimate child. And I, I should lower my voice because she's here right now. The, uh, the, my girl, Cheyenne's son's babysitter came over for the first time a few weeks ago and introduced herself. And oh, that's right. Her name is, I said, I am Brian. And she goes, nice to meet you. She goes, you're Brian Beckner, right? And I go, yeah. And she goes, so's my dad. And I go, your dad's name is Brian. And she goes, my dad's name is Brian Beckner. <laughs> so she's not, she's has her own dad called Brian Beckner LSU. I am not her father. I don't know her till recently. And that's not very nice. Here's another one. What's up, fam? Oh, crazy fucking night at the basement. Holy shit. Is this Telly 2, bud? This feels like a post-basement bar. He goes the full three minutes, and there's no transcription here. So mm -hmm. we just, I mean, it's been a long time since we We're heard from We're just going to ride the wave. Yeah. Let's, let's ride the wave. Fuck yeah. Let's see what's going on. It's bar. Crazy day. I just got home. Fuck. All right. So I was out there for a long time. I tried to leave multiple times. Couldn't. With the bitches. It was the fucking nuttiest day ever. So he's really manueling us here. He's like, yeah, he's gonna, we've give we're us the details. Forty seconds in, yeah. and we know that a day happened. A day happened, and it, and you couldn't leave the basement bar, I, even though you tried. Oh my god, I dropped the pencil again. Okay. One of the old, I I didn't want to go there. Oh, fuck. I'm getting text messages. Uh-oh. Didn't want to go there. Hose. He got hoes. But I promised two people I'd meet them there. So. Oh, bitches. Two people? Ended up going there. Playing the name game. One of the dudes, great, old-school fucking Italian guy. I love him. Hey! He my horse. Hey, yo! Really good guy. Well, him and... Oh, my God. The manager... They start to get into it. 
Is this the, is this the one that you used to fuck every other Sunday night, Telly? You're not. You're being very. The OnlyFans. Yeah. You. Yes. There was one with only. That's right. He's being being very aloof here, and it's and it's it's starting to be annoying. But I I love Telly. I love Telly. And he's all. He always has great stories. So let's hear. The the old school Italian guy, and they're both Italian. Very animated. They're a wild talking about Italians. respect because that older dude loves his chick, and he. I don't, I don't know. So we, somebody bought. I don't know. His chick a flight back to Hawaii. What for this week? It's a weird deal. So there's a ton, a ton of drama. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. This is something that somebody is a dude. I side with the old school Italian here. Not allowed. Don't um, They start getting into They start bitching about respect. Well, this dude, I fucked him up like five, six years ago. It was after the. Wow. As, as many who follow the show might know, Telly has boxed most of his life. So when he's saying he fucked him up, he's saying he landed some shots. For the state game. He's an MMA guy. But I doubted him up, fucked him up. We've never talked about it at the bar. Like, anytime we see each other. We were cool the next day. Like, we, we've been cool ever since. What a ride. What a ride. That's all he kept bringing up. He's like, it's about respect. He's like, Telly fucked me up in the parking lot. Oh, he brought it up. And, you know, we've been cool ever since. But yeah, I know you're trying to fuck my fucking chick. Yeah. And, oh, God, it was fucking. So, yeah. I don't know. I put up with those two fighting for like three hours. They'd make up for 10 minutes, back off, not be good. Other dude, I'm going to take a leak. The other dude pulls me aside and he's like, hey, are you friends with this guy? And I'm like, hey. I was like, this he's is- a pretty good guy. He's like, well, he's trying to fuck me. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on tonight? <laughs> so oh, totally. they, I don't know. I don't know what they were talking Neither about. Neither do we. But I'm like, yeah, you know, I heard he was gay. I, I don't wow, know. Wow, jeez. He's a good guy, but whatever. Yeah. He's, he's, type of deal. I mean, that wouldn't preclude him from being a good guy. I come back. The other guy's sitting by, by like, right. Okay. <laughs> Well said. Well time. said, buddy. Hey, hey. <laughs> I appreciate you know, it, Telly. Good to hear from you, buddy. His story his story reminds me of a funny situation that has nothing to do with his story. But one time, my buddy and I were in a bar in the city late. It was like one last beer. My buddy goes to the men's room, and a hooker comes up to me. <laughs> sex worker, starts, Ed, please. <laughs> sex worker. Woman of the night uh, starts talking to me and I am thinking my buddy is going to yeah. come back from yeah. the bathroom and see me talking to a sex worker yeah. and being like, what the fuck were you up to? Yeah. And I immediately just burst out laughing into this woman's face because yeah. it been the end. And so then she just she starts crying because oh, I just laughed God. in her face. Yeah. And so now my buddy comes out and he sees me laugh. He sees a crying hooker in front of me. He thought you were berating her. Yeah, Yeah. he just, he comes out and he sees a crying hooker and I'm talking to her. And he's like, what the fuck did you do? And so 
Yeah, when when yeah. Telly was talking about his wild exploit. Yeah. And so my buddy will often say, How's the how's the boohoo hooker? <laughs> uh yeah, Telly, sober up and, and shorten it up. Give give us give us a thumbnail on that night, forty five seconds. Give us the cliff notes. Yeah. Cliff notes. I definitely I definitely side with the um old school Italian old gentleman. School Italian. Yeah, that's nobody should nobody should be buying your old lady a flight back to Hawaii because that's no that's a quid pro quo situation you buy somebody a flight it's hey why don't you come home and fuck me that's what you're saying that's 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 you might not be saying that but the the implication is the reason you're here is to have sex with me you're not just purchasing a ticket no you're purchasing something else yeah 100 percent. here's another one a lot of voicemails this week brian ed mateo Matt and Finley checking in. First of all, if I don't talk to you guys before, I want you both to have a very Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Have a great New Year. One of the highlights in 2022 has been this broadcast. Uh, Anyway, it's Monday night. I'm just now getting caught up from last week's episode. Not team current. And you were talking again about Tarico. Oh, Mike Tarico sucks. That guy used to do Notre Dame games. Yep. Hang on. Very famous Italian dude. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yet another. We have have no problem with Italian Americans. Absolutely. Mike Tarico. Yeah. Mike Tarico probably in the running to be the grand marshal of next year's Columbus Day Parade (laughs) in Elboca, New Jersey with Ed. Hey, being a Notre Dame guy, my God, he would put you to sleep. Yep. A human roofie just slowly knocking you out. And then so, I, I, I nicknamed him Salmon X Tarico because he's just yeah, it's so. Just, it's like, he's awful. You think there's something wrong with the volume when he's doing the game. You're like, oh, I got to Do I need to turn this up? I can't hear it. It's just because he's so boring. You'd wake up the next morning feeling violated. Mike Tarico <laughs> is a human roofie. Yeah. And uh, you had also mentioned. The ruse, the sweet ruse that Sweetness used to wear. What a great 80s oh, brand. Yeah. If there was one 80s brand I could bring back, and they may still be out there, I'm not sure. Ponies. Remember oh, ponies? I have got- a pair of ponies. Shout out to shout out to Ryan in Laguna Beach. Because I think it was one of it was like a, one of those accounts like that seventies oh. sports or something. Posted a was it Larry Holmes? Yes. I, I mean, he yes. wore ponies, but I don't, I don't know. I can't remember who it was, but he posted a pony ad and I jokingly said, somebody buy me a pair of these in a size 11. And my buddy Ryan in Laguna beach texted me and he goes, what's your address? Because he found, he, I didn't think they were available. He went online, found a pair and had them sent to my home. Cause he's a hero. So I have a pair of ponies. Ponies are available and I'll take it a step further. I'm told via the DMs, Ruse also still available. Well, I'm on the Ruse website right now. Yeah. Yep. And it says click on US. All they're talking about is history. Oh, right. Despite the band's pressure to adapt to current leisure markets, the underlying heritage, blah, blah, blah. But I don't see yeah, a place buying. where I could purchase yeah. them because. They do look like they would be good on my feet. Yeah, I see some. I see them on eBay. This oh could be. God. This could look be at these high tops. High tops with the actual kangaroo silhouette. Oh, I mean, you could do a lot with that. Oh, there's a bunch on eBay. Ed. That pocket. Yeah, you could do a lot with that pocket. Oh, Walter. There's a sign. Oh no, it's just it's his. It's mostly his cocaine, ones. though, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what fits in there. 
Ooh, vintage kangaroos, kangaroos, unisex zip pocket. They're like running shoes. Oh, fuck. There's some good ones. Uh, yeah, they're both available. Okay, hold on. Let's get back to Matt and Finlay. We digress. That checkmark logo is like a chevron on the side. Yep. Cool Got a pair. Shoes. I had several pairs. And when I think of ponies, I think of the Easton Assassin. That's right. Larry Holmes. What an underrated boxer. That dude was yep. tough. Holmes always wore ponies. So when I think of ponies, I think of Larry Holmes. Heavily champion of the world. Finally, on your little dessert cake discussion that you had, I'm going to throw out there the Little Debbie Swiss cake rolls. Those are fucking They're kind of like ho-hos. They're these chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a it's like a rolled up thing. It's like a it's like a flat. It's like you flatten you flatten out a ding dong and roll it up. But they're but right. but also like kind of softer. Than a ding dong, they kind of have more fro or yeah. uh, cream. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more. I think there is more cream. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Cylindrical with the white cream inside oh, God, cakes. Yes, yes. I like to put the white cream inside Great the cakes. Product. So hey, ballers, have a merry Christmas, happy holidays, and I hope you all have a great 2023. Absolutely, absolutely. Matt, take care, Matt. Also, can you confirm that in Finley you guys paint eagles on your sugar silos? And also, what is that sentence? Exactly. What does that sentence I just said mean? Because Shady, Katie Shady said that on Twitter one time that in Finley they paint eagles on their sugar silos, and I don't know what that means, and no one's explained it to me either. Here's another one. Hey, Brian and Ed. So I was watching football this past weekend, and there was a commercial for Big Pharma, one of the big pharma companies, for a drug they for Peyronie's disease. Yeah. Oh. And some marketing genius decided, hey, let's throw bent carrots all over the screen. Kind of like back in the day with the Seattle commercials with the dipshit throwing the football through. Oh, shit. Hold on. I went to play the commercial and I turned off the sound. Hold on. What happened? Kind of fucked up that the whole stupid bit carrot thing on the screen yeah but take care you guys have a great holiday peace okay hold on the drug is called Zyaflex Ed so does it make the crooked straight like what do you, what what could the what, what does the drug do let's see Looks different from guy to guy, but when yours bends in a different direction, you might... oh fuck, Ed! No, I don't. I don't. He's got a, I, he's got a pile I, of carrots. We've 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 lived through our buddy. Yeah, well, I didn't look at the pictures. Now I'm just and looking at a carrot. We've talked about it, and we we feel for anyone who's yes. gone through Snow this. Jet SST, Chuck. Yeah, yeah. But he's got. He told us about his payronies, and also his treatment didn't work. He's still bent as fuck down there. You might feel bothered by it. So yeah. talk to a urologist because a bend Ooh. in your erection might be Peyronie's disease or PD. It's a condition that involves a buildup of scar tissue, but it's it. treatable. Zyaflex is the only FDA approved non-surgical treatment now, for appropriate adult men with Peyronie's disease. Scar tissue? Daily penile stretching and straightening exercises, Whoa, they really gloss over that part, Ed. I have a feeling, though, that, and I hope everyone's sitting down because... I'm about to call into question Big Pharma's intentions. Yeah. I have a feeling 
A fucking pill isn't going to straighten your shit out. No, there's no way. Because they said that uh, they said along with stretching and pulling, that's what you got to do. That's probably what fixes it the most. Or stretch and pull all the time. Yeah, me too. But I think the stretching and pulling is what gets you there. You got to stretch and pull properly to keep it straight. Yeah. Rather than that, rather than bend it to the side. Let's see what the side effects are proven to help gradually reduce the bend. Don't receive if the treatment area involves your urethra or if you're allergic to any collagenase or any of the ingredients. May cause serious side effects, including penile fracture or other serious... God, oh, damn, around. it could break Yo. your dick? Hard pass on Zyaflex. I feel like this is kind of one of those made-up, like, you can have a bent dick and you just got a bent-ass dick. It's like... Not everybody's dick needs to be perfectly straight. Sometimes you got a bent fucking dick, and that's just how it's going to be. Rather than take some drugs. Oh, my God. It says on the bottom of the screen, Ed, signs of serious injury to the penis. Popping sound or sensation. I I don't deny that it's a real thing for some people, but. I think this commercial is kind of designed to scare yeah, someone who is. just doesn't have like a perfectly yeah, symmetrical a thing. Pill. Like, yeah, I'll just take some more pills. It's horseshit because if you have a serious problem, yeah. these pills aren't going to do shit. Scar tissue. A pill doesn't get rid of scar tissue. Signs of serious injury to the penis. Popping sound or sensation. Sudden oh. inability to keep an erection. Bruising, swelling, difficulty urinating. These are all horrible. Erection and severe allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis. Seek anaphylaxis. Oh Do not have any sexual God. activity during and for at least four weeks after each oh, treatment. Oh, hard cycle. pass. Sudden back pain reactions after treatment may occur. Back Tell your doctor pain. if you have a bleeding condition or bleeding. take blood sugars, as risk of bleeding or bruising at the treatment site is increased. Talk to a urologist about what your manhood could look like. Find a Zyaflex. Fucking Ed. Oh, get ready for this. No. Listen, listen, because I, I almost fucked it up. Then I realized he's going to say it. Apologist at bentcarrot.com. Oh, bentcarrot.com. 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 Can you believe no, that shit? No. Uh, thank you for that. Was that, that guy was nameless. Was this, does that mean he was our, um, no, he's not our uh, not- Charles Kuralt's son. <laughs> Because he also, he also rolls anonymous. Shadowfamily.org. Yeah. Here's another one. Brian, it's Katie Shady. Katie Shady. I could be mistaken here, yeah. but I think tenets is actually pronounced tenets. No, like, it's not. Uh, in a French kind of way. Also, did I detect a little lisp from the liver king? I think he's lispy. So not only is he short, he's also lispy. Yeah. That's something that you can just take as far as you know, what his motivation is to become the liver king and to lie about being on steroids. Yes. He sounds absolutely terrifying. Anyway, I think it's Tanae's. Nathan, it's not. what do you think? Tenants. Um, I, I don't know what she's talking she's about. Talking about I did, she only addressed Brian, so I guess I shouldn't weigh in. Well, last night I did a, I posted a um, review of the liver king's apology video. So that's what she's discussing. <laughs> okay. And I was okay. talking about his nine tenets nine ancestral tenets that he lives by which also include taking steroids and yes he does have a lisp and yes he's five seven here's another one hey ballers it's uh ben, ben god damn what a in. um i have the uh, esteemed pleasure of spending uh, two days a week um and have been for the past seven eight months Oof. now 
in Youngstown, Ohio. Oof. You, uh, uh, Ben, you mobbed up? Because <laughs> Youngstown is... Youngstown's also the cradle of coaches. Lots of college football coaches are from Youngstown. Also, also the for, former 49ers ownership group, the DiBartolo the family. Oh, right. Youngstown, Ohio, they were, of they course, were mobbed up. Highly mobbed up. Youngstown is a highly mob run area, is my understanding. Also, I know some people from the Youngstown area. Who are Steelers fans? I think because is that is yeah. that Eastern? Yes. Yep. Right. So interesting. Okay. Um, and you may be wondering yourself why. What's for work? Pretty obvious. Yep. Uh, but I was thinking about this, and Youngstown is known for a couple things. Um, but it kind of ties into some con uh, content you guys were talking about a couple weeks ago as well as content that Brian had put up on an Insta story recently about married with children. And Ed O'Neill. Um, oh, legend. Yeah. Probably yeah. the favorite son of Youngstown, Ohio. And yeah. I got to thinking about to myself, well, two things. Um, how fucking old is this guy? For Good one? question. Um, I, I remember watching married with children as a kid uh, growing up. Oh, he was um, in his late fifties. That dude was old. Yeah. He's in, he, as fuck on that show. Yeah, I remember thinking, how is this guy in his late 50s have kids in high school? Right? Him and Peg. Peg, no, Peg was probably age appropriate then, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm not saying she looked old. Katie, but she Katie, felt old. Uh, Seagal. Seagal had... Uh, she she had some upper body strength. She did. She did. Didn't she have those? Remember those two twin sisters she had? Yeah, the double big, trouble girls. They, yeah, they were big in the eighties. Uh, okay, I like where he's going with this. This is actually great. But uh, he's still alive. And two, how fucking rich is this guy? <laughs> Holy shit! Talking oh, about vacation yeah. money rolling through the door. Um, he could certainly donate some back to his uh, his birthplace. Youngstown, Ohio, to help help that city out. But holy shit, that guy's rolling in some dough, right? Keep it baller. Keep it baller. And let's, Ed, let's do this. Oh, I love Ed O'Neill. Me too. Not that I watch uh, the Modern Family. Me either, but it's funny. But, but like, I love that he had a huge success with it. Yes, totally agree. Goddamn! Now Bundy, fucking great character. Great character. He's just great in everything. He's in Wayne's World. He's great. He pops yeah. up places. He's always fucking great. And it's yeah. hard when you play a character that iconic. Right, Herman Munster. Yeah, was fighting you, that. The you rest can't of do life. anything else. You can't do anything else. And just look to a lesser degree. Look at the Friends people. They never did shit yeah. after Friends because you're just always going to be that Kramer. person. Kramer. Kramer. Knew how well, to be racist. Well. <laughs> <laughs> he publicly started throwing out that M-bomb at the Laugh Factory. That makes it harder. It was a, it was a tough way to get laughs. Uh, Ed, how fucking old is Edward Leonard O'Neill from Youngstown, Ohio? Ed. Went to Youngstown State. Play D line. The, the, the penguins. I believe, believe the penguins. Fuck, what they, a great they, they, name. 
Yeah, they they they've won a lot of uh, what is it? Frozen F- Four, FCS, F. Oh right, yeah, I, division, I believe, yeah, FCS. I believe they've won four, like several four national titles. The Youngstown State Penguins. What a uh, name! I'm gonna say. Let's see. Yeah. So. Uh, we we know what what was going on with the water and these. It was so filled with say, cocaine. Nineteen ninety two. Just try to work in round numbers. Thirty years ago, nineteen ninety two. Yeah. It's kind of midway through the run of married with children. Yeah, he was he was in his mid to late fifties at that point. I'm gonna say now I'm gonna give him a break there, and I'm gonna say he's fifty years old then. 50 years old in 1992. So he's, so he's 80. Now. 80 years old. Very close, Ed. Born 1946, which I believe is the same year as Jimi Hendrix. Aged 76 years young today. Married to the same woman since 1986. Just the fucking salt of the earth and a great, oh, great. fucking actor. He also. Great actor. He also is a black belt in both karate and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So he can fuck you up because he's also not small. Yeah, he's a big dude. He Like yeah. for Hollywood standards, yep. he's he's an actual large guy. He's a big dude and he's a fucking great actor. And we love him. one of the actor, one of the, the uh, actresses on that modern family is like a fidget. Because I remember seeing oh, yeah. a picture of him next to one of these grandchildren, yeah. and it was like he was. It seemed like he was four feet taller one, than somebody one who of the, was already. one of the daughters. Is is, yeah. is it the one that's married to Wells? I believe it is. She's married to Wells from The Bachelor. If you want to be depressed, I have no idea who Wells well, is. You, but... you, if you knew, you'd be bummed. Okay, <laughs> net worth, Ed. Net net, worth. Oh, hold on, hold on. How fucking good. How fucking rich is this guy? I can't figure it out, I guess I'll try. Is he worth a billion, or maybe just a million? How fucking rich is this guy? Ed, Ed O'Neill. Ed, namesake. Oh. He, he, he was named Ed back when people he's were named a, he's that. appropriate, Ed. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say it's going to hurt me if I'm overselling it. Yeah. Because a lot of the people we guess, I want them to be poorer than they are. Yeah. Ed O'Neill, I hope he has all the money. Totally. But I think I think Modern Family was huge, even though I didn't really watch it. Oh, yeah. Even though it's an ensemble cast. I think it was on like nine seasons. Yeah, and I think they like they got paid, right. even though there were fifteen of them or There's whatever a lot it is. Of them. I'm gonna say he's worth sixty million. That's real fucking close, Ed. According to Celebrity Net Worth, which could be a little low, even sixty-five million dollars in the bank for good for Ed O'Neill. Couple like things, a legend. Couple things. Married to the same woman since 1986, so he hasn't had to split. He hasn't had to get out the right. calculator to right. divide. He hasn't had to split. Supposedly makes or made 
half a million dollars per episode of Modern Family and something we're forgetting. Highly compensated and very prolific voiceover actor. He does cricket oh. wireless. No, not cricket. He was. He does some kind he of was, cell phone. He he was in like Finding Dory or whatever. He yes. was in one of those. I remember. Does does also Zyrtec for those of us with heartburn. Good for him. Nice looking wife. Nice looking yeah, family. Just a great dude. Good for him. Just a great fucking guy. Great actor. Love him. Great dude. Okay, let's blast through a couple more of these. Hey, gentlemen. Super Lee here. I got two thoughts for you. One, um, most conundrum. How about the uh, comedy contest, the uh, spit roast selector? That's what the winner gets to do. <laughs> and secondly, you were talking about Jesse James Decker last week and uh, her kids with the freakish ass. It's a weird picture. Um, her husband, a friend of mine, Eric Decker, oh, um, superstar athlete. I mean, Brian, you were said he's too gorgeous. You're right, but you got to remember too. Golden Gopher. Yeah, that's, where, that. that's how we grow them in Minnesota. That's how we kind of expect. And you can see even Kyle lives nearby Minnesota. He gets some of that. Yeah, he's, he's and also let's not forget some... from as far as athletics go. Not only do he have a long, successful NFL career, but he's also three times drafted in the Major League Baseball and uh, played both sports at the University of Minnesota, where he was a beautiful, beautiful Gopher. Love you guys. Keep a baller. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Talk to you later. Uh... I love you. I, so yeah. I actually, as he's talking about it, and I know they don't, they're, they're different looks, but the general vibe, Eric Decker and Kyle and Scani yeah. give off similar looks. Yeah. Yeah. They're both like really handsome, handsome guy with a beard in the corn fed. Right? Yep. Yeah. Middle of the country. Yep. I get it. Now, hold on. Lee's forgotten something and he adds it he adds it on here in a in one last call i i, I have I think an idea he did this for me <laughs> idea. let's see i'm sorry one more thought i'm slipping i apologize for saying call still but fuck wisconsin <laughs> fuck them all especially brad davidson and fuck wisconsin fuck jason watch fuck russell wilson fuck pretty much anyone who ever went to wisconsin except for my brother I assume, for my brother. I assume Brad Davidson is a friend of yours, Ed. So no, so so uh, Lee and I were uh, messaging just Maryland. I'm I'm recording the game. Maryland's playing a big game at Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck Wisconsin. And we were talking about how Brad Davidson was one of those very Duke esque, like a cheap. Like Stockton, like really, like a dirty player, the white point guard that like is dirty and the the, he, the refs give him shit. So like grabbing everybody's jersey. I was just messaging uh, before we recorded. I said, yeah, uh, this is going to be a tough one for Maryland, but I'm, I'm glad Brad Davison's not there anymore because I really hated playing against him. So. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I think he he called and Fuck threw Brad that Davidson. in there, but that is nice. But uh, I'm gonna save all these emails till next week because we kind of went long on the voicemail. We have some good emails, but they're some of them are longer discussions. I will just read this one because I don't want to lose the moment. Ballers, 
Last week, Brian mentioned catching Lin-Manuel Miranda as a bellhop in an episode of The Sopranos. I also saw Perez Hilton in an episode. I've got an even more obscure one for you. In the season three episode where AJ and his loser buddies trash the school pool. Oh, I know that one. One of the girls with him is none other than the future Lady Gaga. You mean Stephanie Germanata? I wouldn't have known on my own because I'm not into looking up teenage pics of celebrities. Although there's a few of your listeners who I guess probably are. But it was pointed out in the excellent Sopranos nerd book, The Sopranos Sessions. The book is worth a read. If you love the show and find yourself rewatching again, that is from Andy and Indy. Did not catch that. Similarly, I'm not into checking out teens, so I missed that. I uh, I want where we at on Gaga, Ed? Um, I obviously it's just not quite her music not. is yes. not quite my bailiwick. She can she can she I've, can really belt it out though, and she can play the piano. Yeah. And I've heard her do several long interviews with Stern. She's great. Down I think to she's Earth. great and like and she's she's just a different kind of cat, but like she's she's like an interesting human who's well thought out. Um and what when you're asking where are we at with her? Yeah. I felt in that movie with Bradley Cooper. That's right. That's what I'm talking I was about. like I was like I'm seeing something that I yes. didn't see previously. Right. So I would say in general, yes. I, I never really thought about it, yep. but I, I kind of got it with that movie. Yes. Yep. I'm with you a hundred percent. She's not classically. Yes. She's not what you would describe as, you know, she has strong features. She's not super cute in the, in the general sense but, also but that like kind of makes you like her cheer. more. I, yeah, yes. I kind of want to cheer for her. Yes. Like the grateful even type, I, even though I don't like her yeah. music. Yep. I, I like. It, yeah, yeah. I'm a, a fan, but not a fan. A girl, kind of a girl like Stephanie Germanata, she's had to work for everything. She'll <laughs> she'll work a little harder. Ed. she just will, and that's and that and that's worth. It's a worth an A for effort. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk a little about sports. Well, it's time, it's time for now sports, now sports segment, segment on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Now sports, now sports, now sports, now sports, now sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Now sports, now sports, now sports, sports segment. Ed, who'd we lose this week? We lost a bunch. And yeah, the hammer came down last night, yeah. I believe. Yeah, didn't know she Massive was sick. One, yeah, didn't know this was a um, after the fact. Yeah, she was having a private battle with colon cancer. Horrible, preventable Kirst- cancer, by the way, guys. Not preventable, but treatable. Kirsty Alley, 71 years old, a massive talent. She was very good. She in in Cheers was so, so pivotal, so but was so pivotal on Shelley Long with with Ted Danson. Well, it was and, so pivotal. Yeah, I mean, it was a better show. It was a better show. She, once once Rebecca Howe came on, the show got better, and it doesn't get better 
when one of the main people leaves. That never happens. Like main, the, the whole dynamic of the show was Sam and Diane. Yes. And so the fact that she was able to enhance it. Yes. She was legitimately a very good comedic actress. She of was. Course, with the beautiful Mr. Shoop in summer school. Oh, she was great in that. Yeah. Shoop got um, her. She, she was a, she was in an iconic sitcom yes. comedy yes. actress. Totally. And yeah, I didn't give a shit about Veronica's closet or the Scientology MAGA yeah. shit in the yeah. last years. But like one of the true comedic actress talents um, in our lifetime, really yes. like, she was she was very like legitimately funny and she yes. played that like unraveling woman role on Cheers yes. so well. She, she was, was great. great. She was she great. R.I.P. Kirstie Alley. Um R.I.P. Christine McVie, Fleetwood Mac singer, songwriter, yeah. seventy nine. Yep. Uh was a big deal, but huge. I gotta be honest, I didn't like I I only kinda know a couple of I know they're huge. Yeah, but I only know a couple of Fleetwood Mac, and I kind of just generally know uh, what's her name and Lindsey Buckingham. Hicks, like, yeah. but I know a lot of people were talking about like how big she was. I, I didn't know shit about. Yeah, her. I was married. I was married to a big Fleetwood Mac fan, and my mom was very into Fleetwood Mac. So I'm I'm extremely familiar with Fleetwood Mac, and I have to be honest. Her songs are are my favorite Fleetwood Mac songs. Are all Chris, the Christine McVie songs? I don't know if it's. I just got burnt out on there. Although I love Lindsey Buckingham too. Um, she was great. I didn't know she was sick. Sad to see her go. Seventy nine. Yep. Uh, R.I.P. Bob McGrath, the original oh, yeah. Sesame Street cast member. He was Bob. Like he yep. was. There were some of the original cast members that came and went. There was like Gordon, the bald yeah, black I know guy. Gordon. Yep. Bob and Luis yep. and Maria. But like Bob, and he was ninety. Yep, he was, he often wore a V-neck sweater, as I recall. Yeah, Bob, great guy, nice long run. R.I.P. Brad William Henke, the an actor from Orange Is the New Black, and you might know him from something from our show. He was the strength coach in Draft Day '56. <laughs> he was like, I think he had a cup of coffee in the NFL. He was like oh, yeah. a big, burly, bearded guy you would know from stuff. Oh yeah, he was, he was only fifty. Something. 56. 56. Two. Oh, yeah. Big dude. Yeah. Drafted. Fourth round. 1989. Right. He was. Played, he in, was, uh, played in both the NFL and the Arena League, Ed. Yeah. And he was the strength and conditioning coach in draft day. Yeah. One of the great movies of our time. Classic. Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Baller podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daily and a man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Compass conductors, my brothers, reviewing some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller.
show is for all of us.